also, as you said, there, there's so many different types of music. Uh, mm. and, and how do you know what kind of choice of music uh, you're gonna pick, right? And, and in my field um, research studies at Soundtracker Brown, we applied a lot of popular music. And in, in one study with a quick restaurant brand, it increased sales with uh, nine plus percent. However, in another study, popular music totally changed the brand association that I mentioned before, a super brand luxury bed, bed brand were perceived less luxury by its customer, which is, it's, it's devastating because you spend so much to be luxury and then you put play popular music and then suddenly you're not perceived the same way. However, I remember when I did the, the staff interviews, they loved the popular music because they could sing along and they, you know, it made the time uh, pass much faster than the unfamiliar music. So there was always like a challenge between, okay, is it the customers, the brands or the staff? And I know that uh, um, from your conference that you also were talking about popular versus unfamiliar music. Could you walk us through some of your response uh, connected to what brands can choose when it comes to, should it be popular or unfamiliar? Yeah, sure, sure. So uh, that's always, that's the big uh, challenge is to figure that out. And it's, uh, I've seen examples where it really works, uh, where the, the popular music that a brand has been using you know, has developed these great associations with the brand. So when they use that music, brand recognition, the equivalent, neurological equivalent of brand recognition goes way up. Uh, whereas when they use a new music, uh, you lose out on that. So it's worth investing there. I've seen other examples where the popular music didn't fare better than some unfamiliar music. Uh, uh, and then other examples, kind of like what you said, where in this case, it was a high tech brand that was very cutting edge and they tried using some very retro music that everyone loves, but it totally uh, cut off the connection between the ad and high tech and technology. It felt retro. It, it was, you know, people were thinking of, uh, you know, how things were in decades ago, whereas the brand is about the future and, and the present. So absolutely, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging question. I think there, there are a couple points with regard to popular music. Uh, what associations is that music bringing? <laughs> Are they really aligned with the brand? Uh, it's not just about using music that people love. Uh, it's about aligning the associations with the brand. Uh, and then, you know, is there a best-in-class alternative that could get you there uh, without having to spend on the license fee? Uh, so that's that's really where where research helps out uh, for a relatively small amount of money. Uh, you can you can figure out if it's if it's worth spending a much larger amount of money on on licensing music. It's very interesting what you say, and I've read a lot about also uh, the whole music and association. Uh, that when we listen to a lot of popular songs, it is uh, very much connected to where we grew up. When did we listen to the song? Was it a positive or negative um, uh, um, happening during that period of time? Uh, I had one person in the store that I interviewed, and the first comment was, 
take out that Coldplay song. <laughs> and I said, excuse me, what? You have to take it out. Like, whenever it comes up, my day is ruined. And I said, okay, you want to talk about why? She said, because that song reminds me of my divorce. So, so it's really interesting and it's very important for brands to understand that you can't just choose a song because the, the marketing team likes it or they think they can fit. It also has to be tested in terms of like, okay, what do people really associate to this song? Uh, not just like, oh, we like the melody, because we, we have a lot of things that we associate with that. And then the brand has to take a, a, a solution and going, no, sorry, a decision going, okay, do we want to be associated with that? Right, exactly, exactly. And it's, it's analogous to the problem with choosing a celebrity to uh, be a brand ambassador. Uh, what kind of baggage, so to speak, what associations come with that person uh, for everyone who knows about them. And uh, when you're choosing music, it's the same thing. People are going to have experiences. And then that's the other, the other issue with popular music is if it's really popular, then, then it's very hard to develop unique associations for the brand. Ideally, with sonic branding, you hear a piece of music and it reminds you of, you know, that Cadbury ad or, or you know, it, you hear a piece of music and without thinking about it, it's triggering associations with the brand. But if it's super popular and you're hearing it, hearing it in the grocery store, on, on the radio, you play it at home, then it has no specific associations. Whereas a unique song, a new song in your brand's ad is only going to develop associations with your brand because it's being presented with your brand always when people experience it. Uh, it so that's, that's a consideration. It's interesting as well. also because uh, what of, what, uh, what's one of the Kardashian sisters that is the model, Kendall? Uh, for a while, she and some of her friends they were popping up in in every ad as a model and what it does is like suddenly you don't know what brand it is it's Burberry one day Louis Vuitton the next day which means that it, it doesn't become something unique you don't think of her and think about a specific brand you just say oh it's it's her and then you don't you don't think about the brand and that is probably also the the challenge in in terms of just choosing something that is out there and then you, you it becomes lost in everything else that people are associating with that uh, particular song for example exactly exactly so you you know this person is the flavor of the month they're they're you know selling this uh, in one market they're selling this in another or even worse i've seen examples where uh, the same actor was uh, uh, being featured in in ads for one brand and then a and then in ads for a competitor's brand and there you're very likely to get this uh, this lack of uniqueness in terms of the brand resonance for the brand because you see that person it makes you think of the previous brand that that he or she worked with so absolutely uh, it's 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 one of the it's a double-edged sword with popular music you get a lot of bang for your buck, so to speak, because you're going to trigger a lot of memory right off the bat, uh, likely some emotional associations. But 
it's diffuse and it, 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 it may come with associations that aren't aligned with the brand and also that aren't unique to the brand.